0: Ladies, thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The uh, children are dismissed for Sunday school. Appreciated that. That was great. That was great. That was a key for me when did you know there's their baby boys, the great I am. The I am. The I am and then fill in the blank. I'm going to look a little bit today at who this I am is. Because he's still the same. Yesterday, today, forever. Mary didn't know and the world didn't know. Who just had come in just had come in to this world. Blessed be his name. See the I am, it's it's all through the New Testament, but it's also not just a New Testament revelation, entity, or name. It started in in the Old Testament. If you would, turn with me to Lexus chapter 3, starting at verse 11. This is the incident when the burning bush and got Moses' attention. I want to just pick up here at verse 11. It says, and Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go? Because he already told him that you're gonna, I'm going to use you to go to deliver Israel, my people, out of Egypt, out of bondage. And Moses and any of us having that charge would say, Who, me? That's basically what he was saying. I'm not, he started off. I'm not qualified here and there and so forth. And each time he let off with a disqualification, the Lord gave him a qualification. I can't speak. Well, I'll bring your brother Aaron alongside. He can speak. I'll speak to you. You speak to Aaron and let him speak to the people. See, for all of our disqualifications, He is our qualification. See, the situation is, if we think we can do it, we'll do it in our own strength. When He gives us something that is beyond our capability, then we know it is the Holy Spirit that's doing it, not us. Amen? Blessed be His name. So Back in verse 11 again. And Moses said unto God, "Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and I should bring forth his children, the children of Israel, out of Egypt?" And He said, "Certainly I will be with thee, and this is a, be a token unto thee. I have sent thee, and thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, and shall serve God in this mountain, there in Mount Horeb." which is also known as Mount Sinai yes, yes. where they got the law. Yes, yes. So I said, I'm going to bring you back to this very mountain as a witness to what I am doing and going to do. Lord. Blessed be his name. He's always got a witness. Oh, yes, and Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be his name. Verse 13. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, That God of your fathers hath sent me, and they shall say unto me, What is his name? (laughs) I'm so glad you asked. Blessed be his name. What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shall thou say unto the children of him, I am has sent you, has sent me unto you. And I love what the Rotherham translation says is, and God said unto Moses, I will become whatever I please. You're not hearing. He's saying, I will become whatever you need me to become to fulfill my purpose. That's not just an Old Testament right. <clears throat> uh, promise. He started off there and God is us kind of used to the concept that, that I am that I am. That's also, by the way, the, uh, the real meaning of the uh, name Jehovah. Jehovah means the one that was and is and is to come, the ever-coming one. Yes, we find that that's what it really translates to here in the Old Testament, and we find it in the, in the first chapter of Revelation. And it says, under the, you know, under the church, that, who was and is and is to come, the same name. I am the Lord thy God, I change not. The same I am that was speaking to Moses desires to speak and move through us. And I will become whatever I need to become to further my kingdom in and through you. And there's no age limit on that, by the way. You don't have to be old and crusty like I am to have him move through you. You didn't have to agree with me. (laughs) Blessed be his name. He'll use, hear me please. He'll use anyone and everyone that is available. Here I am Lord. Send me. Blessed be his name. Blessed be his name. I'll become... Whatever I please. My Jesus. In Exodus 6. Starting at verse 2. Blessed Lord God. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. I am Jehovah. The covenant keeper. Jehovah happens to be, the I am that I am, happens to be the covenant keeper who was and is and is to come. I will keep covenant before as it is now, and my covenant will stand whatever is before us. Blessed be his name. He said, and God said unto Moses, and he said, I am the Lord, and I appeared unto Abraham and unto Isaac, unto Jacob, as God Almighty, or the El Shaddai, the Almighty One. But by my name, Lord, or Jehovah, the ever coming one, the covenant keeper, I was not known to him. So here he is. They've known me as the Almighty. But I'm about to show you a different facet of myself as the covenant keeper. Hallelujah. That's good. Hallelujah. That's good. Listen to this. <clears throat> Blessed Jesus. Is there something in our lives that He wants to reveal Himself in another facet? That we don't know of yet. is an area within our lives that he wants to move that we never conceived that he was able to move in. To show himself strong. Show another side of his nature. See, the Lord God Almighty is only one facet of who he is. Jehovah is only one facet of who he is. Savior is only one facet of who he is. Blessed be his holy name. One thing i found with, well, see, I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior at six years old. I know a whole lot more about him, and he's shown himself to be, much more than my Savior mm-hmm. for all these good night years. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty, 65, 65 years. Sorry. Yeah, not, don't rush me. <laughs> it's not until April I turn 72. <laughs> but for 65 years, yes, he's shown me this side of him. He showed me that side of him. Can you understand what I'm saying? How how great he is to us right now is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Every time you face something is another ability for him to show you who he is in that situation. Show you another facet of himself. Blessed be his name. You know me as the Almighty. But by my name, Jehovah, I was not known to them. And I also established my covenant with them and give them the land of Canaan and the land of their pilgrimage where they are strangers. And I have heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom... When uh, the Egyptians are keeping in bondage, and I remember their covenant, is there something? See, he was about to become another facet, the deliverer. Can you see what I'm saying? Are there things in our lives that we are there areas where he wants to show himself afresh and anew that we never have conceived that he would be willing to do? Can you understand what I'm saying? He wants to reveal himself to you, not just as Savior, not just as baptizer and all these things that we, and redeemer, but he has so much more he wants to give to you and reveal to you. Blessed be his name. In Exodus 15, verse 26, it says, If you diligently... He the voice of the Lord, Jehovah, and to your God Elohim. Elohim is the God of creation. It's the plural name for God. It's the, the Genesis 1:1. 1, 1, in the beginning, God, Elohim, created, singular verb. For all us English people, that doesn't work. Except God working all together in unison. Created. Yes. Oh, you'll get that sooner or later. Hallelujah. Coming all together, he created. Yes. Blessed Jesus. And it's his relationship with his creation. Hallelujah. He didn't just make us, wind us up, and let us go. Well, blessed be his name. If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord, your God, and what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes. I will put none of these diseases, this is when he's delivered them from all the plagues of Egypt. I'll put none of these diseases which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals you. Another name, Jehovah Rapha, the covenant keeper who heals. Blessed be his name. Isaiah 53, 5 of the Bible in basic English. I just like the way he says it. But it was for our sins, he was wounded. And for our evil doings, he was crushed. We really still don't know how badly he was beaten. Yes. Blessed Jesus, we thank you, Lord. You took our stripes. Thank you, for I am the Lord who heals you. Oh, excuse me. Um, he was wounded for our uh, evil doings, and he was crushed. He took the punishment by which we have peace, shalom, completeness, soundness. Shalom also means prosperity. And by the way, that's another name, Jehovah Shalom, Lord God of covenant, peace. seeing a pattern formed here anywhere? Blessed be His name. And by my wounds... You are made well, King James. By my stripes or my scars, you are healed. We are healed. Turn to uh, Luke chapter 1. Starting at verse 26. And in the, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel, and Gabriel, by the way, it means, in the New Testament, it means man of God. In the Old Testament, it means a warrior of God. Same name. In the sixth month, uh, uh, the angel Gabriel came from, from God to the city of Galilee unto Nazareth. Now, if you ever wondered in the sixth month, what that means, it's the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. Okay, because he just talked about Elizabeth, the barren woman. Oh, I love this. You can't have children. But God said, let there be we have in our congregation there was a young woman that could had two miscarriages and the doctor said can't be but god said let there be Josiah Never accept the word of man over the word of God. He works, he does his best work in the realm of impossibility. Hallelujah. Blessed be his name. He likes the challenge of impossible. Hallelujah. Let's continue here. I'm digressing too much here. It came to the city of Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man, engaged to a man, and from that point they really considered to be already joined, even though they hadn't come together, whose name was Joseph, who was from the seed of David, of the house of, of the house of David, and a virgin named Mary who, by the way, also was from the seed of David. Blessed be his name. The angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord be with thee, and the Lord bless thee. Thou hast, um, highly favored means thou hast been graciously accepted. Hmm. And when she saw him, she was troubled and at his saying and cast in her mind, What manner of salutation is, uh, this should be? And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary. I love that. Here is this vibrant angel standing in front of her, and he says, Don't be afraid. <laughs> uh... <laughs> It's just normal for people to have this huge angel standing in front of you, speaking to you and saying, you're about to have a child. And she says, I have not known a man. It is the word genosko, which means to know, but it's also the, uh, the Jewish idiom for means of having intimate relationship with your husband. I haven't known a man. I haven't had any intimate relationship with a man. Bless you, Jesus. She was a virgin. Blessed Lord God. Thank you. But behold, Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, as it is the word he was, a full, mature son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, Jehovah the Savior. Hebrew. um, Yeshua. And he shall be great and be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Hallelujah. And this is when she said, I have not known a man. And the angel said unto her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. And therefore. Also that holy thing, my God, which shall be born of thee, shall be called the Son of God. See why I wanted this song sung? So let me just stick with that for just a second. Have not known a man. And in Matthew 7, the Lord Jesus was talking to, starting at um, verse 22. He was talking to somebody, saying to me, Lord, Lord, I. and shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he shall say in uh, the will of the Father, which is in heaven. Many of you shall say in that day, Lord, Lord, we have prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and he will profess, I never knew you. Same word. Same thought. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity or you lawless ones. See, he's not looking for us to. He's looking for people to have an intimate relationship with himself. Not just come to him and get uh, the power and authority to do all these miracles and so forth. And not want to desire. Make that what they wanted. You understand what I'm saying? Make, that's, you know, that's their end, not a relationship with him. But the reality is that you can have the giftings and not have a relationship. That's what it says right here. I did not know you. Turn with me, if you will, to, to uh, First Peter, chapter 1. Peter says it here in verse 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. By or through the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So what was missing in those people, they had not had the incorruptible seed planted within them. By having relationship with Him, can you see what I'm saying? It's that you're born of incorruptible seed, seed that cannot be tainted by sin. And if you can hear this, He wants to, the Lord wants to know you, and have intimate relationship with you, and plant an incorruptible seed in your being. And an incorruptible seed can only produce one thing, incorruptible fruit in life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yes. How can this be? I'd never known a man. The world had never known a man like Jesus Christ. He said, I'm going away, but I will send you a comforter. And that comforter will implant a seed, incorruptible seed within you. If you can hear this, if we've allowed Him to impregnate us with a seed, when you're impregnated, what are you? Pregnant. Last time I checked, that's the way it works. But what are what's being produced within you? The live word of God that takes after its own kind, which is Jesus Christ. That's his purpose, to impregnate us with himself, so that we become as he is. the sons and daughters of the most high God. let's continue you, Mat- uh, Matthew 11 Jesus. Okay starting at verse uh, 27. All things have delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Hear that. It's the, the word reveal there is to, it's apocalypto, but it's to uncover that which has been hidden. And it speaks of a a mental uncovering revelation. He first has to come. Anything that we do, anything that is made, first starts off with a thought. Right? If you're going to create anything, if you're going to build something, you first see it in your mind. This is what God is talking about. He says, I'm going to reveal. No one knows the Father except the Son, and to him who we will reveal ourselves to. Whoops, sorry. Get my big feet out of the way. I love having this captive audience right here. (laughs) see, that's what he wants to do with all of you. Bring the reality of Jesus Christ in your life. He's not a God afar off. He is nigh thee, inside of you. And he wants to produce himself in and through you. Blessed be his name. We um Lil Tice grew up in Grace Emmanuel. She was part of the youth group that at the ripe old age of sixteen I was one of the co leaders. Okay? And she was saying some things that I'm saying this to let you know you don't have to become old and gray to let God use you. We had a Friday night. Every other week, we had, a, uh, we had a prayer meeting for the teenagers. And then the following two weeks later, we had an activity with the teenagers. Okay? So she was saying, and I didn't really realize this, too much, but she said that when we would have the, the all the kids would be lined up on the front row kneeling and praying, and she said you would be going back and forth speaking in tongues, and come and you would touch us, and God would do something. We also sometimes we got in a circle. And Lil and Linda Young were bosom buddies. And and Vicki Young also. And they'd say, invariably, when we were being cantankerous, you would come and get between us and hold each one of our hands and start praying. And God would melt us. You, you, I'm saying that not to build me up. I'm saying that... He uses whoever and whatever is available. Can you understand that? And you don't have to be old for Him to use you. The Word of Life is in your mouth. Blessed be His name. In verse on Matthew 11, starting at verse 27, I I did that. Verse 28, come unto me, all you labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will give you that which, where you cease from your own labors. Too many times we, have to, we try to work in our salvation instead of allowing him to work. I'll just, I've got this habit, I'll just, by all my own world, willpower, on my own thing, and said I'm saying lord here's this situation here's this desire in my heart i give it to you i don't want it i give it to you you come and take it away from me and he does you know we may have fussed and fumed and so forth for years trying to do away with whatever it is and he said you know, And he'll wait there and say, are you tired now of trying to do it your own way? Give it to me. I'll give you peace. The word peace there is the ceasing from your own labors. I'll give you rest. Excuse me, it's the word rest. Let's continue. quickly John 6, five five back in the notes, it said, all through the book of John, there's I am statements. In six, he says, Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life, that he that comes or denotes, uh, which denotes motion or progress, we have to come unto him. Uh, and come unto me shall never hunger, and he that believes into me shall never thirst. 51. I am the bread of life which come down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. And the bread which I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life, for the absolute life of God, fullness of life, of the world, the cosmos, all that which is earthy. John Eight twelve. Jesus spoke and said, "I am the light of the world. He who follows, accompanies me, shall walk not walk in darkness, but have the light of life, the fullness of God's life and light." Howay Zoe. Blessed be His name. John ten seven. He's starting to get a, a, a pattern here, and he says, "I am in." Gives a promise. Gives a, a facet of himself. 10.7 uh, And Jesus said again, Most absolutely I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. I'm the door. If anyone comes by or th- through me, will be saved and I will go and find pasture he used it he goes down later and he says I, I'm and uh, I'm the good shepherd and I explained this a few weeks ago too I believe when they uh, had they would have a they'd build a big enclosure for sheep because the the shepherds would take their sheep out during the day, and at night they would come into this enclosure, and usually it was a a rock fence wall with that was had filled with dirt in the middle of it, and they plant thorn bushes in it. So, and they would surround the sheep in it, so the wolves and the coyotes and so forth could not wouldn't go in around the wall because they would. It would be painful. It would be a big owie. So that what, so that, but they had this open door or open gate where the shepherds would lay at night. So if the wolf or whatever was going to go into the sheep, they'd have to go over him. Said, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door. If anything's gonna come and touch you, it has to come through me first. Thank you. I am the door. He said, I am the good shepherd. In the day, in the morning, all the shepherds would come and they'd start calling or singing or whistling, and all the sheep would come out as a big old conglomeration, just all you could see is wool. But then the shepherds would start going off toward their various pastures where they knew it was safe for them to eat. Yes. By the way, the shepherds had to go and clean out the pastures because the sheep would eat anything that's green, yes. anything that was poisonous, anything that would make them sick. They had to clean it out of the pasture so they, when they brought it there, they knew the sheep could eat in safety. So they'd go off and they'd be singing or whatever. And the sheep would know the voice of their shepherd. And so all of them would start going off in little fingers of wool all over in whatever direction, following their shepherd. Can you hear this? You are sheep of my pasture. I am the good shepherd. And where I lead you, it will be leading you to safety and good pasture, good food for you. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. He'll never leave us, lead us someplace where he can't protect us, cover us, and use us to his glory. Well, blessed be his name. John 11. You know, this is the story of Lazarus. And they sent word to the Lord Jesus and said, Lazarus is sick. And Lazarus, Martha, and Mary were very close friends of Jesus. And he said, I know he's sick, but it's sickness is for, his, for the glory of God. And so he stays Another three days there. And then he comes. And Lazarus had said Lazarus had died while Jesus waited. Sometimes the Lord has to wait until our Lazarus has died. before He comes and resurrects it until we have given up hope of it ever happening, given up all of our efforts to make it happen. Oh, oh God. Jesus, if you had been here, Martha said, He would not have died because she had seen the miracles. She may have seen Him With the 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 boy at Nain, the widow at Nain, saying, "Stopping the beer," and said, "Get up, son." She knew he could heal, and if he had been there, her brother wouldn't have died. But Jesus wanted to show her another facet. Martha. He'll rise again. And in her good theology said, Yes, I know he'll rise again in the last days. No, you're not hearing me. He's gonna rise because I say he's gonna rise right now. And I don't I i call me simplistic, but I think he I know he had to say, Lazarus come forth. Because if all he said was come forth, all the dead around there would have come forth. Well, he specifically said, Lazarus come forth. That particular one. Oh, Jesus. She knew her theology, but her theology was limited and God says I want to expand what you said was true but I'm not just a future God I'm a present God and when I say even to that which is dead arise it will arise can anybody hear me this morning Sometimes we've had, we have things in our families, situations which we think that nothing, it, the relationship is dead, or whatever it may be. It's not dead until he says it's dead. That's right. Amen. It's not dead until he says it. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, Lazarus, come forth. You take and fill in the blank for Lazarus and say, whatever the situation, whatever the relationship, come forth. Blessed be his name. Jesus, we love you. John 14, 6, says, said unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes of the Father except through me. Verse 10. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? In the words that I speak unto you, I do not speak of my own authority, but my Father who dwells in me does the work. The word of God that dwells within you does the work. The word of God that dwells in you does the work. So if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you walk in my word, we will see revelation and the manifestation of God will see Him work and do that which the world thinks is impossible. I've told you this many times before, but my least favorite thing to do was to publicly speak. I suffered through a public speaking course in college, and I only took it because it was required. I hated public speaking. I stammered around and so forth and so on, and believe it or not, there's someone else that hated it more than I did. At least I did it. She took an E for not doing the speech. I stammered through it. And look what God put us in doing. That which we hated in the natural. He said, that's not what I'm going to require you to do. That which was dead in you, I'm going to say, public speaking, live. Can you understand that? And I've told you this before, the place I'm most comfortable is now behind the pulpit. Doing the thing I hated. Hmm. Don't tell me God doesn't do miracles. I'm standing here as one. Blessed be his name. John fifteen one. I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser, the one who takes care of the vines, the vineyard. Verse 5, I am the vine and you are the branches. And he who abides remains and continues to be present in me, at rest in me. And I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If we're going to do anything for God, we have to stay connected to him. And in that parable, it says that the vines, vine dresser goes by and cuts off things that are superfluous, things that are sucking the life out of the vine. See, so everything that is on a vine or on roses or whatever the case may be, doesn't produce fruit. It just gets big, fat, and pretty, but it doesn't produce what it's supposed to. And God want, want, is looking for fruit. Yes. So, it sounds just... It's growing because it's been planted. As far as been planted yes. It's been planted. It's been planted. Yes. It's His vine. Yes. You're not hearing me. Yes. You're His vine. Yes. 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 And produce the fruit. And things that are not godly in you, He will cut off. Things that wanna show off and say, your humanity, how great you are, he's gonna go clip. That's not me. And he does it so we'll produce more fruit. And once we start producing fruit we say, Hmm, I'm pretty good. Lord's doing welcome through me. Clip? Well I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's a problem. You thought it was. But when he clips that off, guess what? More fruit. And then he does the same process over again. He says, when I first trim you, you're producing 30-fold. When I trim you some more, you're 60-fold. And when I get done trimming away, you're 100-fold. Blessed be his name. The vine dresser knows what he is doing. The vine doesn't have a clue, by the way. Blessed Jesus. Jesus is the vine. He knows what he's doing, but we don't think he does. Anybody ever said, Lord, what are you doing? Anybody besides me? He says, I've got it under control. Clip. Clip. Well, got a light here. For without me, you can do nothing. And the flip of that is, through me, you can do all things. John 17, verse 14. I have given unto them your word, and the world, the cosmos, the orderly arrangements, or the aggregate of everything earthy. The world and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. Just as I am not of the world. I hate to break this to you, to you beautiful young people. You're not of the world. You're not going to fit into the world. Stop trying. Good for you. Because the world going to bring nothing but death in you. The vine that sticks close to him and produces his life. The world hates, but God loves. God, I ask you a question. Who do you want to love you? God. And by the way, by the time you get out of high school, all your bosom buddies, you won't have a clue. they won't have a clue where you are because you don't have a clue where they are. They will fall like fleas. Well, I don't even know where. I had two guys I hung with all through high school. Within a year or two after when I was in college, I had no clue where they were. There was no communication. I was busy doing my thing. They were busy doing theirs. Don't get upset when when God removes people from your life. I'll give you some more good news. Verse sixteen. They are not of uh, talking about. The Lord said, "They're not of the world, just as I am not of the world. You're not of the world." Verse twenty-four. Father, I desire also that you, uh, also whom you have given me, may be where I am. Where is he? He's seated at the right hand of the Father. This is the invitation for us to come into his throne room. Yes, yes. You, Lord. Yes, good. That they may behold the glory which you gave me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. The Lord Jesus was not an afterthought. He always was plan A. Matthew twenty eighteen. I love this. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, in my nature, in my purpose, I am in the midst. Can you hear this? Whenever we get together, he's in the midst. I love that promise. The I am said, I am in the Midst. blessed be his name Mary did you know that the baby is the great I am put your name there did you know what I have birthed in you is the great I am. Let's stand, please. Holy God, we bless you. We thank you, my God, for your greatness, for being the great I am. And I love the fact that, Lord, you said, I'll be whatever I need to be. I'll do whatever I please. Lord, we ask you to come. Lord, I, I won't put it on anybody else. But Lord, I ask you to come and do whatever you please with my life. Yes, Lord, I've seen you. Do marvelous things because you please to do so in and through our lives. Thank you, Lord. So I give you a fresh permission. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. To come and do as you please. You, for your glory, for your honor, and for your kingdom's sake. Yes. You. Lord, seal this word to our hearts. Let us go forth, my God, and exhibit the great I am. Yes, yes. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Can you say amen? amen. Lord bless you. Have a wonderful Christmas. Have a Christ-filled Christmas. Yes. Blessed amen. be your name, O Merry Christmas. I thought I turned it off.